Welcome to Anything But Routine. Before we start the podcast, we want to tell you about the Just For Kicks Coaches and Studio Owners Conference. This conference is designed for coaches and studio owners to learn from industry experts. You can network with other coaches and much more. This conference is hosted by Cindy Clow herself. If you want more info, please email us at support at justforkicks.com. Now to the podcast. Hi, everyone. Today's podcast is on parades. And I know many dance studios do them and many do not. But they are, here's a couple things to think about. They are a great advertising tool because it's a whole different demographic of people that will see you during a parade that will never see you during the season. So think about having something to pass out that people want, like can koozies or, um, you know, take a, take one of your flyers about your studio or postcard and hook a sucker on it or something tangible that the kids can get. So you can have some people passing these out on the sides, really valued parents or husbands or teachers. And I would do an actual routine in the parade and not just hand out things. I would have uh, use a prop so that they you can be seen coming down the streets. I've done, done everything from uh, pool noodles. They're very visual going down the street. I'm not kidding. And you can f- have each file have a different color. I've done pom-poms. Like if it's the 4th of July parade, I've done red shirts, white shirts, blue shirts in six files. So it goes red, white, blue, red, white, blue, and then have the palms maybe match those shirts. So you just have a real unified effect coming down the street and have the younger children carry patriotic flags. And always in the parade, I have the older kids at the front going way down to the littler kids. And I try to get everyone in it. And the little kids, sometimes if they're really little, they ride in wagons. And something to think about is safety. I would say never, never, never do a float because I've, you know, with my 45 years of experience, I've had some bad things happen with floats. We had a child um, fall off and unfortunately get run over and she is okay, but it involved uh, tons of um, surgeries. And I was in another parade where one of my seniors was in on a float for a different organization and she fell and her leg got pulled under the the thing. You just don't want to use floats because people are not paying attention at parades. So use wagons for the younger kids. If you do have a truck with your music in it, make sure that you have guards that watch the kids. Like I have two parents watch on each side, each side to make sure that the truck is not too close to the kids. So think about um, signage in the front. You're going to want a big banner that says you're studio or your program name, you are going, you can sometimes buy big letters. Like our name is just for kicks. So we do a JFK and we have them large ones. You can buy those at different places. Um, we get our banners from the teahive.com and you can carry vinyl banners and put sticks on each side. There's a lot of different things you can do. 
So sometimes we charge for the kids to do a special session so that they have some parade classes where they learn the routine. I know one year I did every night of June to be ready for the July 4th parade, just four practices. There we go. You want it very visual, very upbeat, and you have to think of a way to have your music in the parade. You can use a generator to make the sound longer, louder, or you can use the, you know, I've used speakers from a band that would really um, amplify the sound, but you do need to test it. You can buy, um, like many cars right now have an auxiliary plug to plug in things and that will help, but sometimes you need more power and that's when you would need a generator. Um, try to, here's some things I've learned the hard way request to be very early in the parade because we used to be in some huge parades and we got way near the end and your kids are waiting forever. So now I tell the parade organizers that I want to be in the front 10 or 13 so that you get done when way quicker and you'll be often doing things rather than waiting for the parade to go. And let's see what else. Um, it's just really important to Think about safety in terms of when they get dropped off and when they get picked up. And I know I've had everything happen from, you know, the parade, like say we're number 13 and then the parents don't come to pick their child up until the end of the parade. Now I tell them, you have to be waiting at the end of the parade route. Like if we're unit number 13, you're there when we are finished, not when the parade is finished. I also have all the parents on band app so I can text them. I make the younger kids write their uh, phone numbers, their parents' phone numbers on their hands. Anybody like third grade and under that wouldn't know it, I would have their their um, phone numbers so that you, you aren't stuck babysitting all day. Um, and think about things like um, throwing candy. Most parades prohibit that. So if you are passing out things, you need to just pass that out. And it's just a really great advertising to do a parade. I know I've gotten a lot of kids off of a parade. Just routine-wise, I do a lot of precision with it and try to be continually moving forward. A lot of times we will stop and do something to face the crowd, but then you get way backed up. So you want to make sure that you have something that's moving forward, like very fast, like running or, you know. And the other thing to practice, practice doing it at least you know, 20 times in a row, because I think on long parades, sometimes we've done, you know, 30 run-throughs. So they have to be able to know that they can do that. I talked to the kids about hydrating the day before and um, have water at the end, like parents will have water at the end. We also have walkers with our, I, I now line the sides with walkers of parents. So if a kid you know, you know, you have all kinds of days of parades. You have cold days, you have hot days. Parents or kids might get dehydrated. They might get winded. We've done things like have sprayers there. If it's 4th of July and it's extremely hot so that you can mist the kids with a sprayer. And here's a funny thing. If you have your um, music in a car, make sure you're gassed up. I actually had that happen once where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to run out of gas in the middle of this parade because that was something I didn't think about. 
let's see what else. You have to have a meeting place where you drop off to. I talked about pickup at the end, but when you get there, one of the problems for parades is a lot of the streets are not open. So make you make sure you talk to the organizer of the parade so your kids know where to meet you. So just the checklist is um, speakers, sound system, bungee cords to strap the speakers in, a microphone to announce the whole way that something that will really drum up business if you yourself announce or get an announcer to ride with and announce the whole way you're going. Here's the team from Just for Kicks. If you want to join, you can contact da-da-da. You know, um, something I'll just throw in there too is you could have your um, URL. What's the, you know, that thing you can take a picture of and it brings you to your website? You could have a few banners with that on it so people could take a picture of it and get right to your website. Every person working will either need um, walkie-talkies or cell phones. Cell phones are the easiest. I would decorate the truck that's carrying your music. Make sure to bring duct tape. Um, We also, so the kids know where to line up. Like if I have six files, and I'm talking sometimes I have 150, 200 kids. So I I have flags that I've made. And and an easy way to do this is if you don't have a flag is get a dowel stick and put a t-shirt on a stick and say, you're green, you're red, you're pink, you're blue. And then when the kids get there, they look for their flag color. I do this at everything. I learned this from doing Outback Bowl when kids get turned around, like which end is which, but I now use it for everything. I use it for my finales. I use it for my camps. I use it at dress rehearsals so little kids can find their teachers quickly. So anyway, you need your fl- files, flag files. You need your vinyl banner for the front. You need your music source. Like, how are you playing your music? Are you playing it on a... I usually put it a zip drive and I have it repeat, repeat, repeat. So it goes at least an hour straight. And something that I do with a routine is usually do it about 12 to 16 measures, then maybe uh, six measures or eight measures of just maybe four measures of straight marching and then add it starting again. I always have little rooter palms for the younger kids, depending on what our prop is. Like I said, I have water bottles and spray bottles. You should be the first one at the site waiting for your kids to arrive so you can greet them and make it work. So you could consider putting balloons on the truck and, um, banners on the truck as well and match the season. Like what I do is if my kids are in a homecoming parade, I'll do like a football theme, like be true to your school. If it's a holiday parade at the holidays, we'll wear hat and mittens. Sometimes if it's at night, we would wear lights, use light sticks and have a parade in the dark, but everything should be perfect. Your makeup should be perfect. Your hair, because more people are going to see you in this parade than anything you've ever done. Some options that we've done before is dancing in the streets, express yourself, be true to your school. Um, We've done cadences that are strictly drums. We've done Born to be Alive. Sometimes we've done aerobics music and you just do a cadence that, or what am I trying to say? A count routine that's one through eight, one through eight and keeps going and just repeat it. So... If you go too fast by people, they are going to get sad because they want to see you. Sometimes if we were in four files, we will fold into two kick lines and face the crowd for a minute and kick. And they love that, but then you will get behind. So have measures that help you catch up to cruise forward. And organization is really going to help. So 
again, ahead of time, know who's the head and who's the tail of the line. The head is the front, the tail is the back. So your flag colors need to be coordinated that way. So I think that's about it. Um, one thing I would say is if you have a driver that drives for you, like I usually use a, well, my nephew drives for us and his wife is a teacher, but you need someone that's really going to maintain adequate distance and and know how to move to catch up and back. So communication with the driver is important with those two safety spotters. And again, I have teachers on each side. So good luck. I hope you have a great parade. It's very important to follow all the safety guidelines so that you have a fun day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. If you like the podcast, subscribe and give us a rating. We'll see you next time.